Hey y'all, consider yourself hashtag blessed because you've hit the Parade Social YYC podcast, a podcast focusing on the voices of the GSD community in YYC. Join me at Gayota YYC and the squad hashtag trademark as we're going to be talking about a strange thing that I've never heard about love languages today. So definitely follow along on all that. But first, we're going to get some news. Because we don't give all the news. Sometimes you need just the tip. It's just a little tease. Because you know, he always says just the tip. But really... You want the whole thing. You, you kind of do. You just it, it, You're going to take all of the news story anyways. All right. So who's up first with the news? Eric, what do you got for us? Uh, well, you and I recently joined Airdrie with their inaugural Pride. Uh, yes, and I'm going to say that we were hashtag blessed to be able to go there. Yes. It was a fantastic day. So everyone that was there, thank you for showing we up. We got to meet some awesome people. We got to meet people from Fab, which was awesome because mm-hmm. that's kind of where we float in. Yeah. Um, her, I made a whole ton of friends because we took her with us. That's right, in, in the little rainbow bandana. Mm-hmm. Everyone thought Everyone she was really cute. And they also uh, won, we uh, just here in the last week, Nonprofit of the Year for Airdrie. Yes, we were so Which, excited. So congratulations to them. Yeah, good job. That was, all your hard that work. awesome. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's all I got. Okay, uh, but didn't we also have uh, Chestermere had their... Oh, that's right. Yeah, Chestermere <laughs> had their second Pride, I believe. Yes. So, um, yay for so, them. You know, congratulations. Yay. I also think I saw Pinoka had their Pride last weekend or their walk or this weekend so a lot of people had their pride this weekend yeah. mm-hmm. although I think what I appreciate with Airdrie going back to Airdrie for a second is they didn't do a parade they did a walk of solidarity mm-hmm. which I actually found and it was more... in a park yeah or oh, like yes. on their way to a park no yeah. it started at City, City Hall, Hall. Yes. and then it walked all the way down to the park yeah. which I actually found more meaningful than a big flashy parade but I think it actually was good because let's all remember pride started out as a protest yes. mm-hmm. so it kind of was more indicative of the march scenario mm-hmm. yes. so that's what it was there was no hooting and hollering there was no big uh, amazing Flamboyant. flashiness mm-hmm. and everything yeah. but yes it was just it was a march so i thought it was really really good whether or not next year they'll change it up and have the floats and have the glitter and have yeah. everyone in spandex who knows i like but solidarity still, walk that's a really yeah, good yeah it was really really good yeah. title for it yeah. Yeah. yeah but so yeah way to go for you guys ray what do you got for us in the news um, Little Nos came out. Yes! Granted, we don't follow his music. <laughs> but the news dropped yesterday, I believe. Yes, he but came out, I believe he came out last April, yeah. didn't he? Yeah. Although he's, ta- he's calling us all morons because he literally said that he had, had the art on his album cover. Album cover and in one of his videos. Because it was real. I watched it last night to see because yeah. I was like, I'm very curious about this. Yeah, yeah. And it was just one little glimpse of the way he had his lighting and he like tipped his hat and it was like a little rainbow. Um, illumination on his like neck. Mm. So if you're not watching closely for that, you wouldn't ever assume that's what it is. But also in today's world, we can't assume that one identifies as however. Right? No, no, no. We're just gonna say congratulations and yes. welcome. Yeah. Yes. Um, and thank you for living your best life and speaking your truth. I th- I'm, I'm hoping that it will show a lot of the younger generation of people of color that it is okay to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, Because he is also now the first person of color who is queer who has a number one song on a the Billboard 100. Yes, yes. Uh, that song's also topped the charts for 13 weeks or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, so you've definitely heard the song. Yeah, you know the song. And he's performing with Billy Ray Cyrus. So that song is like... 
everyone. It like bridges all the gaps. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So also the rap community tends to be really they're they're extended to be very very homophobic. Yes. So this I hope will change the nature of some of those. Lyrics. I think that's yeah. why it was so surprising. Yeah. 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 It's um I think a, a lot of the times when these big macho. I don't want to say gangster types, but like they rappers, it, rap no, but they they have a, they live a certain personified lifestyle, and like that is they, so they should fit the mold. Like you know yeah. they they love their fast cars and loose women. When you actually strong enough to say, you know what, I'm still an artist and this is what I do, but this is also who I am. Yeah. I'm not what you think I am. That that's like totally empowering. Mm-hmm. And the fact that he did it on the last day of Pride, mm-hmm. yeah, because that's why he did it. Because he's like, you know, y'all haven't figured it out. Mm-hmm. Guess what? Yeah, surprise. Nice. So yeah, I think that was really really good. Yeah. Speaking of last day of Pride, um, we just had the World Pride Parade in New York City. It marked the 50th anniversary of the Stonewall Riots. Um, like many commentators said, the parade was 10 hours long. It just, there was so many people and it was huge. Uh, I saw pictures and videos on Instagram. That's because that's all my Instagram feed was yesterday. Uh, that's because, again, it lasted 10 hours. Yeah. That, it was mm-hmm. taking up all of Instagram. Yeah, and it was like, just the, the mass amount of people down there was just insane. Mm-hmm. I had anxiety just watching. Yeah. Right? I know. Like, <laughs> I would, I would have been down there. I would have loved to go to see it, but oh no. Like, see, I would have rented a hotel room. room. And then watch, exactly. watch it from the room. I would have rented a hotel room on 5th, although I'm sure that it would cost me... Like a thousand dollars a night. A minute. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I better be Julia Roberts working every hour yeah. <laughs> just to pay for that hotel room. Yeah. Or yeah. I would have wanted to have been like, on a float in that parade so that people you didn't have to walk yeah right you're just like okay I'm on for the ride but you wouldn't see anything then and I think yeah. that's the problem because we because Eric and I have been in the parade before we actually did, were in our parade for my company last year Yeah. and I think we did have that problem you see everyone that is in the in the stands and on the side yeah. but you don't actually get to witness the parade itself because yeah. you're in it yeah. so it's that whole forest for the trees kind of thing. Like, you are in the parade, so you don't get to witness everything. You get to feel everyone else, else's... Um, excitement. And excitement energy. and energy and love and adoration and allyship and everything. And you feel good about that, but you aren't able to give it back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that's... Being in the parade with that many people, it would have been... Um, I, I just think it would have been a little bit less important. Yeah. I would have been... I would have wanted to witness the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, Adam, do you got something for the news? Yeah, so, and, you know, Stampede. Yeah! And um, it's Pride Day on yes. Saturday, which yes. will be today, actually. Yes. Okay, just go. Just be gay <laughs> and go and have fun. Yeah, exactly. So, it's down on the grounds. Be there. I think it lasts, is it only for part of the day? Uh, yeah, it's usually, like, from, like, noon to six or something. Six but, they have, you know, yeah. like, the gays never run away from a party. So, they're going to stay there. Mm-hmm. And they're going to be hooting and hollering, probably riding each other for eight seconds <laughs> at least. But, whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, it, I'm sure it'll be a good time. Uh, so, one last thing. Drag Race is coming to Canada. <laughs> I know. And again, so Twitter is blowing up for two reasons. One, because everyone's excited because yeah. we finally get something. The second is all of the Brooklyn Heights stands are pissed because it took 11 seasons for her to get on to Drag Race only to finally have Drag Race come to Canada. But 
Well, it's only because, like, Drag Race has only really become mainstream, I'd say, in the last five years. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And Even, like, like, two with just Netflix, I think. That's well, when all the exactly. straighties have found it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because um, um, they just did a season in the UK, which airs sometime this summer, I believe. Mm-hmm. I know they're starting to uh, film All Stars 5, 5 and season 12 here pretty quick, just listening to Rue and Michelle on their podcast. But, um, yeah, no, we are, it's coming to Canada finally. Woo-hoo. So... so. I'm hoping that they will have a good cross-section of Canada. And yes. judges. As, well, no, but oh, as the actual contestants. contestants. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not just pull them from the major m- metropolises. Yeah. Toronto and Vancouver. Yeah, like that's what I'm more about. Toronto, Montreal, right. Vancouver. Like that's where everyone's going to come from. Because when we, we have, know we have like yeah. the best time. But we, we have talent. Because drag queens in Calgary. Drag race has been pretty good with, yeah, they have some from like San Francisco and LA and New York. But they are really good with pulling from like... The backwoods as well. Yeah, but I also think it's because in the States, even if it's a little backwater, they still have kind of gay areas in that city. Mm -hmm. Uh, Whereas we all know Calgary, it's kind of tough that we don't actually have a gay area. Like a gay district. Yeah, Yeah, like we don't have a Davy Street. And we don't have uh, Young Street. What's it in Toronto? Young? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, And Montreal's like St. Catharines. But it's like we don't actually have that kind of area. So we are kind of bits and pieces and all around, and then we just go to one certain location. So our actual drag community, I don't think, although the quality is really good, we don't have a lot of exposure. But I I feel like you're right. But I feel like our drag community kind of takes over a lot of it because there's drag brunches and there's uh, reading with royalty at the library and Mm -hmm. there are shows every night. Yeah, so they're definitely trying. Like they're getting themselves out there and we give them props for that. And of course, we're hoping that we're going to see our favorite drag queen, Fair Enough. Yes. Yeah, Fair Enough. Yeah, Fair Enough. Mm -hmm. Um, Because if everyone knows, we we interviewed her right at the beginning of the season. Mm -hmm. We love her. She's amazing. Mm -hmm. That's going to be super excited. We're all going to be super excited. I think we're. I think it's slated to be aired late 2020. Oh, so we have to wait that long? I think we're gonna we're gonna have to wait a little bit because they gotta do casting and then they gotta film it and edit it and hmm. all Ugh. that stuff. Fine, and yeah. Find their judges and yeah. Okay, so that was just the tip. We're gonna take a small little break and then we're gonna no, be we're back. Gonna do the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're gonna take a small break while I get the whole thing, and then we will be right back. We're talking about love languages. Give us a sec. We're back. We're back. Mm-hmm. Woot. All right. So, as Terry mentioned just before the break, we are talking about love languages, which is something completely foreign to my darling husband. Well, no, is this husband. like uh, when you like are calling me like voulez-vous coucher avec moi? No. That's all right, Christina. Yeah. <laughs> Relax. <laughs> no, I want to be little Kim. That's why my boobs hang out. <laughs> Your boob hangs out anyway. Oh, God, Right, because yeah, I just Jen Jackson that thing. That's, no, that's, just interpret like that? Either one. All right. We know Janet was right. involved. So, the reason we're talking about this topic, I recently uh, lost my grandmother. She passed away a couple weeks ago, and um, our neighbor kind of surprised us by, like, almost stalking our fridge. Mm-hmm. And so it got me thinking that what, what are the types of love, what are the love languages out there, 
And what types of what is our own personal love language? Yeah, I, I would just like to say that this is also the neighbor that has like helped me through a lot of stuff too. So, yes. and it's really weird. So you'd never picture it because he's like this six foot four, really jock type guy. He looks really scary in the middle of the night. <laughs> I think he does. He does, but he's like the sweetest guy ever, and that's just it. So we, you never can tell about people. So when yeah. he comes over and he's pretty much like getting ready for shiva because. <laughs> That's what we're doing. He's just bringing food for yeah. seven days, and while we like, well, he's grieving. It's just one of those things, and I think again, that's one of those things for love languages. Oddly enough, yeah. is giving food. Yeah. But that was just my interjection. Now Eric's gonna can actually say what yeah. he was trying to say. All right. So I tasked the the squad hashtag trademark <laughs> with doing their own love languages quiz. So I want to go through that now. I'm gonna start with me because I'm the queen of the universe. We'll go through our top three scores. I would just like to interject my super D right there. I was giving him the really gay eye roll. That's all. <laughs> okay, shut up. Um, all right, so um, we were all we all scored on all five languages. We're just talking about our top three because those are the ones that actually mean the most. Also, for fun, we will be posting the link so y'all can take this. Yeah. So you know what your love languages um, are as well. And then we'll go through and talk about what each language actually is or what examples of that are. So mine, um, I scored the highest on physical touch. So I like hugs or any sort of affection. Um, words of affirmation came in second for me. And then quality time. For me, um, I actually did it if I was in a relationship and as I was single. Okay. So I only did mine if I was in a relationship. Because you're always in a relationship. With myself. Exactly. So, um, for me, and it was actually, it was really close. It was a flip-floppy. So, one was scored higher in a relationship. The other scored higher in single-dom. But they were either both my first or second in either one. Okay. So, in a relationship, I enjoy words of affirmation. Uh, while I am single, I enjoy quality time. Hmm. There we go. Ray, what did you get? Um, I got words of affirmation as my top. Mm-hmm. And, and it was like 11. Wow. So it was like right up there. And then I had acts of service and then physical touch. <laughs> acts of service. <laughs> You're such a dom. <laughs> so crazy. <laughs> What'd Adam? you get? Um, so I did the same thing. I did both of them. And my top two flipped Oh yeah, mine well. was single. Yeah, he did for single, FYI. <laughs> Um, so my top three were nine, eight, and seven. So they were like, yeah. boom, boom, boom. Yeah. Um, first one is quality time. Mm-hmm. Then it was words of affirmation. And then it was acts of service. Wow. Okay. Eric, mine, mine, mine were far apart. Mine were 11, eight, and six. See, but mine were also, I think, nine and seven for both. So there, was a, there wasn't there was like a, a number in between. Mm-hmm. So it was either like uh, scored too high each time. So, yeah, it wasn't okay. right there, but it was super close. Okay, Eric, what does it all right. mean for us? So, we're talking about this, and the quiz that we took uh, was created by Dr. Gary Chapman, who also released a book called The Five Love Languages. Oh, hmm. strange. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, about 10 years ago. It, it, it's pretty much what this means is it's, it's what we need in order to feel loved from our partners or friends. other people in and our life. Yeah, yeah. friends, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, he also explains that what makes one person feel loved doesn't necessarily apply to their partner, mm-hmm. which we've kind of found doing this test is that just because like I like physical touch doesn't mean that Terry okay. don't we know right? it? Yeah, <laughs> it's not my fault. Don't touch me. <laughs> okay, so we're gonna start with words of affirmation. Okay, so uh, that's what 
I scored highest on, and yes. what uh, I, was I scored highest on. Okay. That. Yeah, so Ray and Terry. Imagine that. We're the same. Yeah. Shocker. And then I was the second. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, according to Dr. Chapman, people with this love language need uh, with this love language need to hear their partner say, I love you. Um, mm-hmm. Even better is including um, the reasons behind the love through leaving them a voice message or a written note or talking to them directly with sincere words of kindness and affirmation. Um, other examples include things like, thank you, that was nice of you, or I appreciate what you did. Yeah, mm-hmm. I guess. I you guess like I that too. It. Yeah, you do. You scored the high there. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, this is a rigged test. So, exactly. But I, I think it also goes deeper, at, like where if, let's say, Terry does something that goes outside of his comfort zone, it's about going that extra step and saying, I'm proud of you for doing blank. Yeah. Yes, and mm-hmm. that, I would agree with that. And I think that, but that's something that I think everyone needs. Yeah. To, in my knowledge, because yeah. even um, when I'm, uh, even when I'm at work and I've taken some of the courses, acknowledging someone's good work is good, but it's pointless if you just say, good job. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, you need to say, good job on because. This. Yes. They need to know what they did good, because if you just keep on saying, good job, it sounds... Yeah. Uh, Redundant. It's, exactly, and it's moot. I, th- I and, think the level, like Eric was saying, it just means more to some people than it does to others. Yes. I mean, it's yeah. good for everybody for morale, yeah. but I think in a relationship, it might not affect us if we don't really care about yeah. it so and much. I think also, words of affirmation going through as well was kind of more in a sense of like showing interest in that person's what you're yes. doing too right yeah. if, you, if you're showing interest in their activities or their hobbies that they like to do then that shows them as a, you're affirming their your relationship with them and showing that you care mm-hmm. yeah right but and i think just going back to what eric was seeing there is if the partner's always saying i love you it's you know that's great but it's like I love you because, yeah. And I think that's because I love I love you is easy to say. Mm-hmm. Like if you're saying it right at the beginning, that's like you know you know it's amazing because you finally said it and you got it out of the way and now you can move on. But like if you're like us, five years in or nine years in, like Rain Adam, saying <laughs> I love you is okay, but that's just kind of like a handshake after mm-hmm. a while in a relationship. You need to say, I love you because, you know? Yeah, or I'm proud of you because. Yeah, like, or, like those I love things. you because you did the dishes. Like, thank yes. you, because I didn't have to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I did want to point out, just from the test, because I realized it as I was going to it, 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 it was kind of biased in that the people, the maker of the test, thought you would like both options yeah half like a lot of the times i was choosing the one i hated the least yeah so it was like well i don't really like this but i don't like that even more because it was more it was because all the questions were it's more meaningful when my partner does a or b yeah Mm -hmm. and that was it like i i don't really find meaning in either one (laughs) but i find less meaning when you do that and it was either them talking to you about something or giving you a gift yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. and And a lot of the questions and i was like well i don't like gifts exactly Mm -hmm. it right Uh, which is fine which is weird because eric always thought i liked getting gifts well because for like the first few years giving gifts yes you find joy in giving i love giving gifts i hate receiving gifts where gifts for me received is like bottom of the five yeah i don't do it but but the whole time you thought that i loved getting because you make because in the beginning of a relationship you make such a big deal about gifts yeah like saying i needed them or thanking you for getting them for me no saying you needed them (laughs) i just wanted shit (laughs) i was like i'm gonna milk this fucker for all that he's worth 
<laughs> There's a reason our collectible. Our I know. Collect- damn it! If I would have just busted myself, it would have kept going. I'm not gonna get nothing. <laughs> no, that's it. No more gifts for you because you're like I hate getting. The last gifts. gift I want is divorce papers. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> oh, you think you're never getting those? Damn it. Okay, right. <laughs> let's let's go on to quality time. Which was my which was my first if I was single. Yes, and, and it was, this is uh, my first as a couple. Your first, okay, and that's my second as a couple. Mm-hmm. So uh, this language says uh, this language, uh, according to Doctor Chapman, uh, is all about giving your partner your undivided attention. This means no TV, no chores, no cell phone. <laughs> Just give each other your undivided attention. I'm sorry, Bessie. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just. I had a reaction. <laughs> um, also, take time to do this. Uh, take time every day to do this. Uh, so spending time with your partner is about being together, paying attention to each other, and sharing something meaningful together, and listening and communicating. Other examples include preparing dinner together, or talking while preparing while preparing and eating it, uh, sharing plans for the future, uh, making love, uh, or creating something together. When I did this test and I told Ray my result, he was like, we, we spend quality time all together all the time. And well, I'm like, was like girl, top. mine's top and his is like four. Mine's like, yeah, fourth one. Mm. Yeah. So, okay, so let's dive into this a little bit. Because there was, this dude is saying zero technology whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Which I'm like, okay, yeah, I get that. Okay, maybe- Why can't you have quality time, though, if you're sharing a movie? Yeah. yeah. If you're spending time if you're cuddling or watching it or you yeah, know, yeah. getting a yes. blowjob, whatever. Access <laughs> <laughs> service, too. Exactly. <laughs> But okay, uh, but is he still on his phone if you're doing the BJ? But but like, <laughs> well, mm, he could be. Exactly. Um, but I think it's also. Are you live tweeting this? I think like the, the no TV <laughs> thing. I think is kind of is kind of obscene because there are times when we're watching something mm-hmm. and we talk to each other about what we're watching. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. Right. We have an in depth conversation. Yeah, we're talking. About we do that all the time when we're watching movies. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's quality time. Also, there are many times where, and it doesn't like. He's not saying we need to do days. He just needs to do like take time together. And you and I, Terry, we do that quite often where we just lay in bed and snuggle, usually with two of the three animals that mm-hmm, we have, mm-hmm. and just sit there and talk for like 20 minutes or an hour, depending on how lazy I am that day. Yeah, no, but I think even all of this information and this test and everything was written 10 years ago. There's a lot more to be done on phones than just like... Text messaging, I guess, or whatever. Yeah. Because I think you can still kind of pay attention. Like, if I'm scrolling through Facebook and I'm, like, mind-numb to that, I can still talk to you at the same time. Yeah. And we can still have a conversation. And also, how many times do we show each other things that we find on our phones? Exactly. Like, that's... It, it actually opens communication. I, I find that there's an, ooh, this is happening today. Oh, let's talk about that. Like, we do it all the time. Yeah. Like, I think we, it's different for people in relationships who don't make the time to do stuff together. Well, yeah. We... We all do stuff together a lot. Yeah. yeah. And you guys do stuff together as a couple a lot. Like, if that's even going to get groceries or cooking dinner together mm-hmm. or watching your shows together. Yeah. Yeah. We do that all the time, too. Yeah. Like, when we watch TV, it's always together. Yeah. yeah. Like, we don't... Uh, it's very and, rare we have shows that we watch separately. And I think maybe that is what it is. Because, like, if, if he's thinking about, you know... I, maybe that, it's like a straight guy watching sports and the woman's like, I'm not doing sports. I'm exactly. Get so, yeah, you're not spending quality time. But the TV is actually good quality time for all of us when you are still watching the same programming. We know, like, we eat dinner, we watch TV, we're on our phones, we're on our tablets, whatever, but we're still side by side and we're still available for each other in that moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think even with... You and I too. It's like playing a video game together too. Sometimes because it's like you're you're working together to do something that's together. That's something we've never done. Mm. We've never played a video game. I ever. watch you play video games, and I'm like, oh, it's over here. You do yeah. this. Fine. But this. I've done the same thing too when you play video yeah. games. So well, he'll ask me, "Can you do this for me?" Okay, fine. I don't play this game, but I'll do it. <laughs> I know. But I think it's. 
I think that's one of those things. It's still quality time because I am still invested on what you're doing. Yeah. Like, I'm paying attention. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, it's not like you're just, like, playing, what, Gears of War or something and you're off shooting people and talking to people on your headset. Oh, yeah. And you're, not, you're ignoring me. No, we are still doing something yeah. together. But I think, like, even when we got together the first year, we were very much like, we can't do a lot of stuff separate. Just because we felt like we should be doing a lot of stuff together as a couple, mm-hmm. which is completely bullshit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you, you need to have still have your own individual lives, and like even when you're home together, we're like we have to spend time together. Yeah, but now it's like he might be playing video games and have his headset on. Yeah, and I'm like I'm still working in the same room. Yeah, but we're not together together. But, it, but then you'll like sometimes be like, hey, I have a you'll like say like you'll get my attention, and then I usually like pause and then mm-hmm. answer what you're asking me or i do the vice versa yeah and then some, but sometimes you're like leave me alone i'm doing my work i'm in the middle of the scene go away <laughs> okay so that was that what's the next one okay so third one which i know scored uh bottom of my list and i think scored really low for the rest of us mm-hmm. is receiving gifts it was the bottom one mine was zero yeah, yeah actually zero yeah mine was two. Mine, i think mine was two mine, mine was two uh so mm-hmm. it's like thank god we can all freely admit that none of us are gold diggers so yeah. we don't want, we're not in it just for money. I don't and... need gifts, but I don't mind money. <laughs> <laughs> but like, like, that's not to say that we don't, okay, actually, let's go through this first and then we'll read we'll it up. Yeah. All right. So the person uh, who loves this language thrives on the love, thoughtfulness and effort behind the gift. Uh, in short, actions speak louder than words. Now, the thing that works best is picking the right gift that shows you understand your partner and the effort you made to express, uh, to express your love, says Dr. Chapman. Think about finding a gift that your partner has been asking for or would enjoy receiving uh, and plan for a special way of giving it to make it a surprise. <clears throat> the act of gift of giving a gift tells your partner that you cared enough to think about him or her uh, in advance and go out of your way to get something to make your partner smile. Okay, the, the issue that I've got with that is halfway through, yes, it's right. Like, I, I'm big on getting gifts for people. Yes. But that was never in any of the questions. No, It was like, how do you, like, receiving gifts? I'm very, I'm, I'm very unequal in that. Like Ray and I were talking about mm-hmm. earlier. I, I love giving, giving I hate getting, and that's... I hate receiving. It also goes with blowjobs. Yeah, no, I, look, I, I love shopping for you. Yeah. It is, it's one of my favorite I know, and I, I think the, the main reason I hate receiving gifts is because I hate that awkward moment when it's like, oh God, I really don't like it, but now I have to lie and say I really like it. Yeah. So you're, you've definitely gotten better. So now I can say, oh my God, it's actually a good gift. So I don't <laughs> have to pretend. Mm-hmm. But I think that's that. there's some anxiety in there for me because mm-hmm. I'm like, I have to fake enjoying what they've just done. And I know it means a lot because they've taken the time to think of what I wanted, whatever, whatever. And it's like, but I've also had for the first I'm going to say four years of our relationship, I had major anxiety buying gifts for you because mm-hmm. I, I was I was always concerned that it wasn't enough for you. Yeah. Right? It wasn't. Well, Google well, digger! <laughs> well, and like for you and I, Ray, we haven't like ever really bought us gifts at all from the beginning of our relationship. Mm-hmm. If anything, if we but wanted But I like buying we... gifts for people. Like if I'm buying you a gift, I know you don't like receiving them. Mm-hmm. And we honestly just stopped like, what, four years ago? Yeah. Because yeah. we're like... We don't need anything. Yeah. We get time together, which is weird because yeah. quality time. Yep. Mm-hmm. We don't need anything. But for me, getting gifts is just like stressful because I'm super minimal with a lot of things. And I've realized that as I get older, I just don't want crap. Yeah. You're getting nothing. So now I put, I'm put i put in a situation where I have to like it. And I actually might like the item, mm-hmm. but I won't necessarily use the item. Yeah. And then I have to be like, well, 
I don't actually want it. Can you take it back? <laughs> like, what do you do in that situation? I know. I know. <clears throat> it's just, and that's, I think that's... Or you just be like, oops, it broke. I know, but I think that just there in that one, it li- there lies a certain level of anxiety that some people don't like. We are those people. Mm. So I think that's why it probably scored so low. Who doesn't like getting shit, right? We all right. like getting stuff, but I think there's the anxiety that is overlying the actual act. It, it doesn't bring joy. Like, yeah, it doesn't bring no, the joy. It doesn't just, bring the love. It's more panic than anything. Like, you know... I would rather have someone do something nice for me again that is acts of service or even say something nice, which is love language. So it's like, no, acts or get you stuff stuff that you'll use, like books. If you're looking for specific books, you appreciate getting those versus getting something random that costs like five grand. You're not going to like that as much. Yeah. I don't need a coach clutch. What am I going to do? But, you know, like when we first got together, you had the first four Game of Thrones books mm-hmm. in paperback, and yeah. then you had Dance of Dragons in hardcover. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you were so mad because you wanted all hardcover because yeah. you prefer hardcover mm-hmm. books. So I went out, and I think for your birthday, and our, or no, Easter and our anniversary, I bought you the four, mm-hmm. the four hardcovers. And that is perfect gift giving. Yeah. You yes. know I want it. And that's the other thing when it drives me nuts when people ask for a Christmas list. Oh, I hate I hate that. Because if you know me, you should know what I want. And the mm. exact uh, act of gift giving is you knowing the person you're gifting for and mm-hmm. you've made You pick a up choice. on cues when you spend time with them over yeah. the yeah. year. If I, you notice things. Yeah. Exactly. It's, it, if I give you a Christmas list, that's like making up a wedding registry. You don't know these people, but you're going to buy them six knives. Yeah. Like, it's just, no, it, it, it's saying, yeah, I want this, but I would rather it come from you as a... With thought. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, that's why I do not do Christmas. I have not done a Christmas list since I was about 12 years old. <laughs> it drives my grandmother nuts. I know. But that's why. <laughs> but I think even with, like, the core four of us, we don't do the gifts. We do acts of service. Yeah, we spend time yeah. together, and that's yeah. it. And it's never, like, back and forth, and there's no tally, there's nothing. It's mm-hmm. just... If we need something, we ask and then we deliver. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and that's it. Yeah. Okay. What's next one? All right. So uh, the fourth one, which uh, scored for me, scored second to last on my list mm-hmm. with a score of two. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, both mine were a score of two. Yeah. The bottoms, but whatever. Acts of service. Mm-hmm. So that was mine my was top third. two. Is your top two? My third. And that was your third for me. And that was in the middle. Middle for, for you? Me. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this language includes anything you do to ease the burden of responsibility, like vacuuming the floors, going grocery shopping, sending thank you notes, stumped as to what your partner needs, Chatlin suggests, uh, asking your partner to give ideas for things they'd like you to do that will make their life easier and make a schedule to get them done. Simple things like making breakfast in bed or walking the dog demonstrate you care about your partner uh, and your life together. Uh, it says... You want to make your home and relationship more livable, and you want to ease your partner's burden. Because that like, should have been my top one. <laughs> <laughs> now that I know, because I I I kind of struggle to like know how to do acts of service, but then that's why I ask you. I mean, like, what do you need me to do? Mm-hmm. What do you want me to do? Right? But is that because Ray spends most of his time caring for the home? Um, I think it's because I'm like super type A with stuff, and I like lists. Yeah, because if I do something wrong, you always say to me. You did that wrong, you and, then that. He, and then he gets mad mm-hmm. because I did it wrong. Duh. Because <laughs> then you just need to do it again. But then I'm like, tell me how to do it so I can do it properly. 
But I also scored pretty high on that too for acts of service. So I do like it though when Ray does like, you know, when he makes dinner or something and I, I come home from work or something like that or the house is clean. But I think we, do... we found a really good balance with all of those things. But like with quality time too, like when we do a cleaning, we usually clean together and we do it together. Like even though we're divide and conquer, but we're still spending that time mm-hmm. doing the cleaning together. Mm-hmm. Oh, see, so yeah, and I prefer to clean the house when Terry's not here. And uh, same, I don't like him cleaning when he's in the house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just so weird. I know. I know. <laughs> but I, I, I was just because I'm, I'm as Adam was talking, I was going through like the acts of service, and I'm like, but we have a balance, Eric and I, where we have, I think, just certain tasks that we do. Yeah, like you look after the garden, you mm-hmm. do the laundry. Mm-hmm. I think the only thing that we kind of, like, you can go do this is the bathroom. Because I don't think either of us really like doing the bathroom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, usually, that's, like, the most neglected room in our house. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Kind of, whatever. <laughs> um, but, yeah, like, it's so if it's taking out... Oh, no, and taking out the garbage, we split that sometimes. But it's... Uh, but, if, yeah, if it's walking the dog or doing anything like that, like, you take care of that. Yeah. Just because usually you're home before I am, you start dinner... But I will do dinner if I'm home. Yeah. And so yeah, we, it's not like those are any. Uh, I don't. I don't think I need to show you that I love you because yeah. I've just cleaned the bathroom. Well, and yeah. there are things like like yeah, I do do a lot of the house cleaning, but there are also things like like because Ahura has me up at the butt crack of dawn. She knows to wake me up over waking you up. Yeah. So I do a walk, and then while you're still sleeping, I'm able to like knock out dishes or yeah, knock out some chores. Before I have to get you up to do yeah. whatever you want to do. I actually was just seeing it as... I could see this working in a heteronormative relationship. Mm. Whereas the woman usually does all the chores. Yeah. But if... But that means the husband the, has to have his acts of service as one of the top ones to be no, loved. But no, that would be... if the, be, That would be the, the wife. Yes, if the husband yeah. was all of a sudden going to do the laundry or cook dinner for her yeah. or whatever those would be that would be her loving his well, acts actually, of service so because he's totally changed the role my I'm not going to speak for my grandfather but my grandmother her her love language is acts of service yeah yeah she loves it when the grandkids come over and do something either with her or for her mm-hmm. and like that is how she she feels loved mm-hmm. um, and I don't know and I, I also feel like sometimes acts of service is a generational thing Yes, I, I agree. I think we just expect it. Like, if I call you and I'm like, hey, we need a ride here because the car's having an issue, yeah. we, we just naturally assume that we would help. Yeah, yeah. we just do it. It's like, For it's each not, other. I'm not showing you how much I care. I'm like, okay. I just Same as the it. laundry. I would never be like, you care about me because you're doing my laundry. Yeah. I'm saying, okay, we live together and you're you doing just it appreciate because it's part it. of our life. You yeah. appreciate uh, You have no it. clean yeah. underwear. We need to do laundry. Like, yeah. it's just a thing. Yeah. I can see where some people would like it, but... Just, it's not for me. I just, it's not a, I don't know. Yeah, I'm kind of, I'm indifferent to it, which is why I probably scored so low with me, because mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't really care. Like, yeah, if you get to the dishes before I do, thank you, but. Mm-hmm. I think I scored higher on it because of. Because of your personality. This, well, type right. A, but the selection part of mm-hmm. what I chose, that was probably the one I hated the least yes. on the list. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, what's the last one? Okay, so the last one, which was my highest, uh, is physical touch. Get off. <laughs> Where did you score? Oh, last. Really? Yeah. That was your very last one. You're one. like, don't touch me. Yeah. yeah. Mine was the second last, and yours was. Mine was the middle. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, people who speak this love language thrive on any type of physical touch. So, hand holding, hugs, pats on the back, uh, be intentional about finding ways to express your love using physical touch. So, giving hugs or touching their arm or a hand during a conversation, offer to give a neck or a back rub. 
physical touch is the most direct way, um, the most direct way to communicate love. Um, as long as it's done in an atmosphere which is loving and not oppressive. And consensual. <laughs> the physical touch can be the most effective love of the love languages. It calms, heals, reassure, and reassures. Um, the bottom line is, is not everyone expresses their love the same way. So be aware that there are different types of love languages so you can help understand a relationship. I think there's so, a time time for it, though. Like, mm-hmm. if we're laying on the couch watching a movie, fine, you can touch me. Mm-hmm. But if I'm eating dinner, do not fucking touch me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, or invested in the show. Because with these love languages, so yours is top for physical touch. Mine is top That for means that for a relationship, you would like your partner, partner to be touching, to me. touching you. Yes. yes. Where, yeah. and, and you're like, ah, don't touch me. And, and, and that's, that's, we do find that a problem. I know he likes to be physically touched. And me, I could definitely live without it. So... But I wonder if a lot of that comes from your mom, who's very touchy. No, um, your family. a lot of it comes from my for the first ten years of my life, where I had no physical touch. Yeah, yeah. So you from, that now. So yeah, you I, yeah, so yeah, yeah. I mean now, and it's something I do thrive on. Mm-hmm. And so you you have gone a lot better. Mm-hmm. You do. Uh, you you give me hugs regularly. Yeah, I know. Um, we don't necessarily hold hands a lot because I hate it. Because I know you hate it, and it's also a safety thing. But I just don't like public today, displays today. of affection, period. Yeah, yeah I mean, like, yeah. I don't like it even straight couples. I think it's just like, ew, it's go, rent yeah. a room. It doesn't have to be displayed for everyone to see, and that's just how I feel. Yeah, I just. I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so like, yeah, what about you being in the middle ground? Oh, don't hold my hand. <laughs> it's germy, it's gross. If we're trying to shop, I want to mm-hmm. be able to, like, look at stuff. Yeah. But I do know, like, when we've been in stressful situations and I started getting overwhelmed, even when we, like, I just reach out and grab your pinky, Mm -hmm. um, it's enough to calm me down and center me, Mm -hmm. and then I'm able to to move on. And we do the, like, the the fingertip touch thing Mm -hmm. quite regularly. Mm -hmm. And usually that's often enough. And there are times when you, I feel bad when I push you away, but I'll wake up just, like, fresh in the morning and Terry will lay there and be watching this movie and he'll rub my back. And as much as I love it, it puts me to sleep. So I'm like, stop! I need to get up. Yeah, yeah, no, totally. And, and, and yeah, the only reason I do this because I know you love it. Me, yeah. I'm like, Sigh. although it's actually okay because that means I also keep you at arm's length. So <laughs> it kind of works for me too. So that usually is good. Um, okay, so I think right now we're just going to take a quick break to digest all of this, and then when we come back, we are going to be talking more about love languages and how they affect our lives. Give us a sec. So now that we all know what our love languages are and what they mean in a technical sense, what does that mean for us as people and as relationship partners? Well, I think, well, first of all, were any of us surprised by our top two or three love languages? I, I was not. I, no. I no. knew that that was me. I don't think so. Me? I, how, I, yeah, you, obviously. Every, he always <laughs> likes being touched. I'm rubbing him right now. <laughs> yeah, That's right. just how but, I um, calm him down. I was... I actually expected, I was actually surprised that I was more physical touch, like, that there's such a gap between physical touch and words of affirmation for mm-hmm. me, because mm-hmm. I expected words to be, like, right almost par with it. Yeah. yeah. I also think, because uh, during the break, 
we were kind of having a small conversation. I think we want to revisit it. That not everyone thought everyone else would hit where they were at. Yes. Yeah. So both Eric and Adam were saying that they expected gifts to be You're higher high. on my list. But it's funny because and, and Ray knew that it wouldn't be. Yeah. Because that's just not. I, I, I give out that persona that it's like very like oh my god I need a gift I need to make it perfect. But I think if you look back on it, what did I say was more important than actually giving than giving me a gift? I, I don't <laughs> the way it was wrapped. That's mm-hmm. true. It always right? has to be pretty. Yeah. So it's not the fact that you're giving me a gift. It's the fact that you're putting in the like effort. effort. Yeah, you yeah. don't care to if, do if you it. get a book off your TBR list. Yeah. If you get a book, you're amazingly happy. Yes, it's a good gift. But then if it's wrapped up in pretty paper and it's like coordinated, yep. you're over the moon. Yep, that's yeah. exactly it. It has to look good under the tree because that's how I like it. Because that's how I was. That's how I was grown up. Yes. Mm-hmm. I know now pointing this stuff out, you can probably see it in hindsight. Of course. But that's what it was. Because everything always has to be pretty. Yes. I had to put so much effort into wrapping your gifts. <laughs> like, it could be a fucking pair of socks. I yes. don't care. But it you, has to be pretty with yes, bows and ribbons. It is wrapped bows, ribbons, tags, glitter, sparkle. I don't care. Yes. But mm-hmm. it, the whole shebang. And it's got to be in a box that a microwave fits in. I wonder like, if that's why we all go out at Christmas between the two and you. We yeah. always do. We yes. always have tons of food and it's laid out yeah. pretty. Yeah. Although I will say, because one of the fun things I do, and this is why I like giving you gifts, is because I give you gifts from the kids. Yes. And like it's this so year, Ahura uh, and the twins. No, it was just Ahura. Yeah. Because this was before the twins. Ahura gave you a necktie. Total dad gift. Mm-hmm. Gave yeah. her a necktie. Love it. A necktie. It was so cute. Yeah, but it's something he'll use. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's the kind of gifts I think that I like. Mm-hmm. It's stuff that I'll use Functional or read gifts. Yeah. or eat. And, and even for your birthday, we got I gave you sheets. Yep. Mm-hmm. And new towel robes. Yep. Like a third thing. I can't remember what the third thing was. And what did I tell you? These are like, great gifts. You're like, this is, this is perfect. This mm-hmm. is the greatest like, gift really? ever. Really? Because these are like, I'm like, I feel like these are lame. And you're like, no. no. <laughs> but this is exactly. That's what we always got for Christmases and birthdays. Yes. Like functional things. We don't need to be, yeah. like it doesn't have to be over the top. It doesn't mm-hmm. have to be huge. It doesn't have to be these grand gestures. Yeah. It's like literally all I want to have you know is that you actually see what I really really wanted and it's sad for you to realize that i really really wanted new sheets i know <laughs> right and it's like i mean but it is in that way it is an act of service mm-hmm. it is. because he's taking something off your to-do list in your head that yeah. you know you yeah. want to get yeah mm-hmm. and appeasing you that way and, and literally the new bathrobes you gave me for my birthday i have been looking for bathrobes for like three years three years for perfect ones because i like them a certain way a certain length and everything and yeah that goes beyond gift giving yeah. That's uh, that was a whole other thing. So yes, and that's what it is. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So why do we think it's important that our partners know what our love language is and responds to our love languages? It because it makes you happy. It makes you feel like you can still be in that relationship. Mm-hmm. It's easier for communication. Yeah, that too. You can understand the other person. Like if I am again, if you were trying to show your love by giving me gifts. You're going to get mad because he's not getting happy about it. Yeah, yes. I'm not giving you that back. I'm not giving anything back to you in return. It kind of goes back to the cookie jar scenario with emotional deposits. Mm-hmm. You're putting your cookies in the wrong place. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. It's like, but it, again, if you just gave me junk and wrapped it real pretty, done. Yeah. Right? But even like, so I'm staring at our, our wedding wall right now, mm-hmm. and you did up three frames with like four years worth of 
lunch kit notes yep. that I used to put in there. Literally the cheesiest, gayest thing I've ever done. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. And what are those? But you, they, they were my notes to you. But what are they? Just like, it's, it's words of affirmation. Yeah. Yes! And what was my number one in a relationship? <laughs> words. Dumbass. I know. Obviously. That's why they're so important. To you, yeah. God. Because well, I, I never, up until we did this episode, I never understood why you kept them. Because I'm like, it's literally just me being like, don't stab somebody in the face today. Mm-hmm. But it's a thing. That's an imp- <laughs> Me not stabbing people <laughs> is an important thing. Thank you for appreciating that I did not stab a single person today. Yeah. Thank you. Where, like, for you and I, right, I find the quality time for me is important because, yes, we hang out and we do stuff, but I want your undivided attention. Essentially, like it's very needy. I, mm-hmm. Yeah, I can be. But at the words of affirmation. But I like words of affirmation note, too. Or if I do it for you, we find that important. Yes. I don't necessarily keep them because I mean. Me neither. Stuff, but. But like the quality time, I like the undivided attention. In terms of also too having interest in what I like too, going above that. Like I think that goes into quality time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And you, you like the words of affirmation. Mm-hmm. So because we are in the queer community, do we find that people have a harder time understanding our love languages? Hmm. Because it goes from being like a love language to kind of being a a need that's unfulfilled because of whatever qualms people have about us. Well, it could. Um, I think it, it might actually go back to kind of like we were talking about in the last segment was, um, how in a heteronormative relationship, it's kind of easy for because men have roles and women have roles to do acts of service as a showing how much I love you. You see it on commercials all the time where it's like, you know, it's amazing when the dad t- picks up the kids and then makes dinner and that makes mom feel so special. So obviously those acts of service are a very important part to women in a heteronormative relationship. Mm-hmm. But for us... I think we've all kind of shown it. It's not that important when we are all doing it all together anyways. Yeah. So I think it's it's just indicative of how the relationship structure and our personal connection is with our love languages because it does change how we actually deal with each other. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. It's I, I just see it as you need to find a way to express it. And I think we do that better. Although, apparently not, because it took you five years <laughs> to realize what it was. But it's like, I think we're more open and honest, and we are able to share each other's feelings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I also think we're still so closed off by not asking it for it the way we need it. Yes. But maybe that part of that's too, because you don't know what you need necessarily. Yeah, exactly. I, I would never have actually realized that words of affirmation are my, is my number one thing. It's obvious to, I think, me now and Eric, because that's what yeah. it was. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I never would have thought of it. I could I would have just been like, just tell me thanks. But like, because I think sometimes our families, um, like I'm fortunate, my mom knows that like I'm, I'm a big hugger. I'm, I'm, I need physical touch. So mm-hmm. that, she knows that that's my love language. But do we find that our families sometimes either forget that we have our own love language or mm-hmm. just expect mm-hmm. us to follow a certain type well, of love language? If I'm thinking for myself with quality time, I find my family is very about quality time, right? Family time, right? Yeah. And for you, you're probably like, oh my God, this is stressful. It's too much. Because it's too much. Mm-hmm. But me, 
I like that because I feel appreciated. And that they probably feel appreciated because I'm spending time with them. Where yeah. I can only hear the same story twice, not 50 times. Mm-hmm. It's just... But I think there's just a different dynamic of what people find as quality time together. Mm-hmm. Like, if your if Adam's family time is hustle and bustle and 50 people all together at the same time, then that's fine, because I, I think that's kind of what Eric's and Eric's family is. A lot of people all together... It's busy, it's loud. Yes, and they like that yeah. kind of, like, just that cacophony and everything going, and it's mm. so lively. Whereas Ray and I, we are equally, if not more happy, having quality time with four to six people yeah. at a dinner... Yeah, and just enjoying each other's company. I like uh, both, right? But, but that's even like how we with were like our Christmas days, we'd always have time in the morning together as family, mm-hmm. and then we'd have a couple hours in the afternoon where we do all do our own thing. Yeah, and just disperse. Where yeah. a lot of families are like, we have to spend the whole day together. Yes, because it's Christmas Day. Where I don't think mom, dad, ever forced that on us. No, no, we just and it was realistically, I think, how we were growing up because we were kind of the hub of all of that. People would come to us. But they wouldn't come to us at the same time. So we would have uncles and aunts from one family and their family come over, spend an hour, they'd leave. Another family came over, spent an hour, and leave. Mm-hmm. So it was good. It was that way we were able to see a lot of people over the course of the day or a few days. Yeah. But it wasn't a lot. all at the same yeah. time. See, and there are days I wish my family did that. And it, to me, it just makes more sense. You can, you can have an actual visit with them. Yeah. Yes. Like, I, I, would, I would love it if, like, we uh, like we just re-rotated through a house or something. Like, we all went to be visit with, like, my mom for a couple of hours and, like, my grandparents were there or whatever. Because, like, I, I do find that, like, Christmas especially is so stressful for me. There's too much pressure on it. I think as yes. soon as we have taken pressure off Christmas for our whole group, yeah. it's been like the most relaxing thing. Yeah, because I'm, I'm trying to balance making my family happy and, and, and making sure I put in time with them, but I'm mm-hmm. balancing the fact that my husband has worked an insane number of hours and some stupid shifts, yeah. and that by the time Christmas hits, he's, he is emotionally drained. That cookie jar is not just empty, it is broken. Exactly, mm-hmm. and this is why I have the note, please don't stab someone. Yes. <laughs> And it's something that it's very difficult for Eric even to relate to his family that at the end of the Christmas season, I do not want to see yes. anyone. Mm-hmm. And I think done. So I get that you're you're done. Mm-hmm. But there are people who work normal big boy jobs or big people jobs. Yeah, nine to five. Nine to five that don't realize that there are busy seasons and that people who are in those industries get burnt out mm-hmm. by the mm-hmm. time something hits. Yeah. And that they expect it that because they're all in the big people jobs, yeah. And they've had two weeks off for Christmas, assholes. I know. Um, that you know it's fine. It's just time off, and then you know it's not because other people have to like still do the things you need them to do. Yeah, mm-hmm. like life doesn't yeah. stop just because you're on vacation. Yeah. But anywho, knowing all that and being able to vocalize it, and I think that's what we all need to get better at. And I think it's also beneficial for Ray and I to know your guys's and your guys to know ours yeah, yeah. too, because then. You know, we know each other. Well, understanding how, understand you, re- how you recharge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. If you're introverted or extrovert, you can yeah. understand. Well, no, because uh, so the reason I asked that, I asked the, the first question was because, like, I'm, I'm, I would hope that in the time you guys have with your mom, Terry and Ray, that she gave you guys plenty of your love language. Mm-hmm. But I feel like as the outsider looking in on your family, that that got lost after your mom passed and it was just your dad. Oh, yes. Um, again, because he didn't give love language the same way she did. Yeah. So 
whatever he tried to do. It, what would his be? Acts of service, probably, right? I guess. Definitely not quality time. No. And that's yeah. actually... And actually, definitely yeah, no. not words of affirmation. And that's what I'm just trying to say. I'm actually trying to think of what it would be. Because it, it was so... It would be so, either acts of service or words it, of affirmation. It, it was no, just, no, he no. would never do acts of affirmation. Um, it was so unlike anything that I was used to, I wasn't understanding it. So it probably was literally, like, did not compute. So yeah. everything that he did was the opposite of a love language mm-hmm. to me. Yeah. It made me feel more negative than anything. Yeah. So he might have it. I'm sure he does. He has to have, someone's got, it has to be there somehow, but we just didn't understand it because we weren't receptive to it. Mm-hmm. And that's something that he never figured out. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But that's a good lesson. For yeah. all of us to be like, you know what, if it's not working, you need to fix it and you need to be able to vocalize it. That if you're in a relationship with whoever it is and what you're getting from them isn't what you need, you need to be able to see what that is. And understanding that if their love language isn't the same as yours, you can't get upset by it. Because yeah. I know it's a big thing with people giving gifts and then they get upset about people receiving them. Yeah. Yeah. Or not wanting them because they live a different lifestyle or whatever. Yeah. So what are some words of wisdom we can give others in vocalizing our need for a certain love language? Or getting what we need from our love language? Do the test Mm -hmm. to know exactly what you feel and then vocalize that to your partner or to your family, your friends, whatever that you need. Even I think, yeah, Adam's right. Even if it's not this test, do a kind... Do the research mm-hmm. yeah, and figure out how it is you need to give and get love. Because I feel like that's why relationships fail is is you might have something where you do everything right in the relationship in terms of what is supposed to be done right, mm-hmm. but you miss out on that while one partner likes words of affirmation and the other partner needs physical affection or physical love, but it's not happening. Exactly. And that's, of and that's just it and then the other both parties are confused it's like well he was a really good person but it just didn't work and that's the, especially that, if you don't understand yourself yeah. exactly. Exactly. how can you yeah. compute to somebody to say I like it when you do this but not this yeah. and it could also go be going against why do I choose all these guys and it never works out and mm-hmm. you always think it's you guess what maybe it is because you don't know how to accept love. like You don't know you, yourself. Yeah, yeah, you don't know it. You keep on thinking that it's going to be bright, shiny gifts and whatever this is. And that's not what he wants to give you. Yeah. Like, and that's Or wants to get yeah, from Yeah, and that, that's exactly it. Like if, if it's a twink and a daddy kind of situation, and daddy isn't giving you the apres ski boots, then... It's like, well, you don't mm. understand that it's a real relationship. But then maybe then that's when you have to thing. communicate that to them. Exactly. Yeah. And that's just it. You need to know what you like. You need to know what you have to offer somebody else. And then that needs to be compatible. Well, mm-hmm. and I feel like having done this test and, and read through everything, I feel like I know myself better because I now know what I need in a relationship to fill my emotional cookie jar. And mm-hmm. I think you also know what your partner needs yes. and does because I see you in a completely different light now and I'm like mm-hmm. okay so I need to make sure I'm doing I'm, I'm words I'm, of affirmation I'm doing words of affirmation mm-hmm. I'm telling him when he's done when I'm proud of something that he's done yeah. or why he's done it, why I'm proud of what he's done and still mm-hmm. gives me gifts yes mm-hmm. as long as they're Perfectly pretty wrapped. <laughs> exactly. pretty gifts um, what about you guys no it's the same like I think it's important for me to know that yeah it is the quality time that I enjoy and that expecting kind of like for Ray to provide that to me and same thing for me to provide 
words of affirmation to Ray because that's one of his top aspects as well, mm-hmm. right? Because if I didn't know that, then I think a lot of it work. comes with age, though. Yeah. That you know yourself Maturity. enough to like, this is what I need to be happy, not gifts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But did you guys learn something about each other doing this test? I think we talked about it like. Well, I know that two? your gifts and stuff were not high, and mine were high, so we never done that. And same as words of affirmation. But I thought your physical touch was going to be higher. No, I thought it was going to be higher because you're always like, rub my back, rub my back, rub my head, rub my head, all that stuff, and so again because it puts me to sleep. Yeah, yeah. Although I, I get Terry to scratch Although my back. Although you can fall time. asleep on the fucking floor. It's, it's, true. it's really true. Um, I get Terry to scratch my back because he does his nails. Because he, he paints his nails, he keeps them a little bit longer. So I'm like, oh, they're perfect to scratch my back. That's true. When especially it's itchy and yes. the middle of the back, so, you can't grab it yourself. Which is funny because it annoys, that doesn't annoy me, but I'm like, seriously, again? But knowing that, yes, he likes physical touch, okay, fine, I'll continue doing it. If this is the one thing I can offer him in this relationship, I will do my nails. <laughs> I'm a really giving person. <laughs> So, you know. And other things. No. Exactly. <laughs> okay, so I think that is good for that. So everyone needs to go out and test your love language. Yeah. We will post the test that we all, the four of us took on our socials. Mm-hmm. Thanks for listening to this episode of Pride Social YYC. And you can find us on Pride Social YYC on the Instas, the Tweets, and the Facebooks. If you like what we had to say, please like, comment, subscribe, leave a review, all that fun jazz. Thanks for listening, kids. Bye. Bye. Love and light, bitches.